can see the demon in you doesn't wanna come out and play. I can see the demon in you doesn't wanna come out and play. Everybody say fuck this shit, fuck this shit, fuck this shit, hey, fuck this Everybody shit. Everybody say fuck this shit, hey, fuck this shit, fuck this shit, hey, fuck this Everybody shit. Everybody say fuck, fuck this shit, fuck, fuck, fuck this shit. Welcome back to the Fuck This Shit Podcast. I'm your host, Dre, back again. As always, we start this podcast the same way. Thank you for taking the time out to listen to this motherfucker. That shit is greatly appreciated and quite literally the only reason why I'm doing this. So, uh, <laughs> thank you. You know what I'm saying? If you're not already following all the social media platforms, follow us on Facebook, FTS Podcast, on YouTube, FTS Podcast, on Instagram, Twitter, Reddit, at Fuck This Shit Pod. Um, if you're not already subscribed for the little four ninety nine on Spotify, you know what I'm saying? You should go on and do that because you get extra episodes every week. You get access to old extra shit. You know what I'm saying? And you get to be a part of the engine that keeps this motherfucker rolling. You know what I'm saying? You get to be one of my favorite children that I love a little bit more than everybody else. And that's, that means something. <laughs> um... That's it. That's all the the little things that need to be said in the beginning of the podcast, from what I can recall. Um, we back to a regular episode, y'all. I know last time, motherfuckers want to kill kids and shit like that, so we had to be all down in the dumps and shit like that. But now, the vibes are back. You know what I'm saying? We not... We not... I'm not saying we're not sweating that shit, but we're not, we don't have to talk about it today, so we could keep it in its own little dead baby box. And not have to talk about that shit. You know what I'm saying? And then we can argue about the world's evils later. Do some 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 light shit. Um, what I want to talk to y'all about. Oh. First of all. And I did miss something in the beginning. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead and leave them reviews if you ain't let them reviews. You know what I'm saying? Five star reviews. You know what I'm saying? Don't leave any. I mean. If it's. If you just must leave something other than a five-star review, I guess, but I mean, don't. So, yeah, just go leave a five-star review. If you leave it on Apple Podcasts, you can say something nice on there. You know what I'm saying? I'll read it for everybody and talk how much I love you back. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Also, leave your feedback on this in any episode. I read that shit out on the podcast, too. Makes for great content. I love having the interactions with y'all. It's uh, it's real lit type shit. Um, We don't have none of that this week. We don't have no no comments. You know what I'm saying? No five-star reviews. Really no I mean... It's cool. My mom used to work nights. So when I got out of school, my mom was at work. And then by the time she got home, she was tired. And so, but basically what I'm saying is that I know what it's like to live a life unloved. You know, it's, it's, it's whatever y'all. I, I, fuck. It's cool. It's fine. Um, <laughs> but, uh, for real, leave them comments. I had, listen, one of my daughter's friends going to tell her some shit. About one of the episodes. I, mean, like, I was just going to leave it as a comment. But blah blah blah. Nigga. Leave it as a comment. And Bree told me what you said. It was a good comment. It was worth reading out. And I had more commentary to add to it. And I'm going to be real with you. It's the only way you'll ever get to talk to me. You Bree's friend. I'm grown. You know what I'm saying? If you, if you want to ever be able to say anything to me. This is your moment. You know what I'm saying? 
Unless she told you, I hope she told you. I told Bree. Bree told me her friends started listening to the podcast. I told her to let them know fifty dollar meet and greets. You know what I'm saying? But they can't chip in. You know what I'm saying? They can't chip in. They gotta throw. <laughs> they gotta have their old fifty. <laughs> but for real, no, y'all leave them comments. All y'all. The um, what's going on in my personal life? Everything is broken. That's what's going on in my personal life, y'all. Listen. When I say everything is broken, I mean, like, my my washer, my washing machine, it, I'm trying to wash clothes, I go to wash clothes, and it starts doing some bullshit. And my washing machine is not new, but it's not old, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's digital, it be beeping when you do shit or whatever, it's my, okay, it's my mama's old washing machine. You feel what I'm saying? Because my mama got the brand new, you know what I'm saying, robotic joint. You know what I'm saying? So my shit, you still loaded on the top, but it's like a nice top loader. Anyway, I'm saying that to say that when it's broken, it's not like an old washing machine where you know it's broken when you push start. And then it starts sounding like somebody is trying to escape. You know what I'm saying? Like, and the whole motherfucker start, you know what I'm saying, jumping all around the motherfucking. It don't do that. It just start beeping at you and doing weird shit. So I'm really trying to figure out what's going on. And then it, it finally starts to throw some code and I gotta Google the fucking code. And it's, it tells me you need a new lid lock sensor. So I'm like, the fuck? So I Google it. Lid lock sensor replacement. Find the model number for my washing machine. YouTube video pops up. Minute and 48 seconds. It's like, oh, bro, this shit easy as fuck. Pull the top off. Pull out these little cords here. Uh, pop the uh the the front off. He's like, just hit a putty knife in there. Hit these little clips. It'll come right up. It's like then it's just a couple of screws. You unscrew it, put it back in, whatever. Looked easy than a motherfucker. And to be clear with y'all about like another part of this, I'm pretty good with shit like this. I be I can put shit together. I'm good with like fixing shit for the most part. I don't never really call nobody to fix stuff in my house. If it's not electrical, I'm really going to fix it myself. I'm not, I'm not calling anybody if it's not electric. Um, and hell, my landlords is so wild, bro. My landlords are so wild in this motherfucker. It says in my lease, I have to pay them like a $75 fee to inform them that something needs to be fixed in this bitch. They're like, yeah, if you call us for something to get fixed, that's 75. So don't call. Just get it fixed yourself, nigga. It might be less than $75. Think about that. They cold out here, y'all. They cold out here. But anyway. um. So when I see this video, I'm like, this is going to be easy as fuck. Y'all, when I tell you that them clips didn't release shit on the front of that, I'm over here with that. I, I done went from a putty knife to the back end of a hammer trying to pry this motherfucker open. And I'm the type of motherfucker, once I get frustrated with something like that, I'm going to break it. And I know I was in there fucking it all up. And I don't know for sure if it's broken or not, but I know that I'm going to have to actually pay somebody to come out here and look at it now. And they're going to be like, nigga, what did you do? And I'll be like, shh, shh, just fix it, my nigga, just, just fucking fix it. Don't, don't be, don't ask me how it got more fucked up before you got here. Just, don't, don't, it's just like, 
Yeah, just don't. Don't. So, that happened. Then, it rains. And I go to put something in my trunk the day after it rains, and my trunk is soaking fucking wet. So, I'm like, bro, what the fuck? So, I get on YouTube again, and I'm like, Chevy Malibu, I like a two, I got like 2017 Malibu, so I'm like, 2017 Malibu trunk leak. Looking, 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 YouTube video pops up. They're like, it's actually not the trunk at all. It's the third brake light, like the light on the top of your mirror. You know, you got the brake lights on the actual car and then the one at the top of your rear view mirror. That light, the screws in it get loose, I guess, on that model. And then it starts to leak in and then it drips all the way back into the trunk. So I'm like, bro, what the fuck? But again, the YouTube video is like easy as fuck to fix though. He's like, you could do it yourself. If you take it to the dealership, they're going to charge you a shitload of money. Just do it yourself is way easier. So I'm like, all right, bet. I'd rather just do it myself anyway. You know what I'm saying? Because if I, honestly, because if I do it myself, I can do it now. So I go to do this shit. First fucking step that it says to do. He's like, it's going to be easy as fuck. I just do it like this. And I should have known that this nigga was capping. Because he was like, it's super easy. You just do it like this. But he didn't do it. He was just like, this is what you do. I'm like, hmm. Nah, nigga, I need to see you do it because y'all be playing me. So, again, try to fix the shit. Can't even get the fucking little clips off. Sound like I'm about to break something. And I'm like, I'm not trying to break nothing on my car. It's different with the washing machine because, honestly, if I break the whole washing machine, I will get on Facebook and buy me a whole new washer dryer set for $500 or something like that from some white folks who about to move and be, be good and go on about my life. I'm not tripping. But if you fuck something up on your car, you're going to actually have to take it to the dealership and they're going to run your pockets up. They're going to be like, oh, damn, nigga, you broke the whole shit. You need a whole new Malibu. The fuck? Like, so I'm not. I'm not doing that. That's not an option. So, um, yeah, everything's broken. One benefit, though, of everything being broken is that I had to take my clothes to my mom's house to wash them. And one thing about me, y'all, is that I don't mind washing clothes, but I hate folding clothes. It's the worst thing ever. That J. Cole song, Folding Clothes, I don't feel that at all. I don't feel it in the slightest, actually. I don't want to fold clothes for myself. I definitely don't want to fold clothes for you. I'm not doing that. I will wash all my clothes and then live out of the basket of clean clothes until I am forced to do otherwise. And now that my daughter's older and I be having a baby over here, meaning I can't really have company over here like that. Y'all, it'd be a basket full of clean clothes, a basket full of dirty clothes. But I know which basket is which. And I iron all my shit before I put it on and it's all clean. So, I mean, fuck out of my business. But anyway. Took my shit to my mama house, washed it or whatever, uh, and then I had to go to work. I went back over there to pick it up. Y'all, why my mama had folded all my clothes up for me? I was like, I don't know if I'm going to get the washing machine fixed. 
Walmart only lives seven minutes away. This is like the laundromat. And what I will tell you is this. The way the laundromat be when it's your mama is way different than the way the laundromat be when it's your daddy. And that brings us into something that we have not had in a while. You know what I'm saying? A, a fan favorite. You know what I'm saying? A segment that we all know and love. <laughs> Real nigga story time. <laughs> nigga story time. Real nigga story time. Um, so, I've told y'all before about me living in Ohio, but you know, like my pop stays in Ohio and I used to go visit my pops and whatever, whatever. So I would go visit Ohio pretty often when I was younger. One time I went to go visit when I was like, mm, let's say like 11 or 12, right? And you know, my, my pops come from a different generation and my mom is she's my mom she's not my dad like you know how your mom is like not the same as far as your mom is not as is i don't want to say as hard on you as your dad you'll get what i mean when i say the story like the shit that your dad will have you doing your mom would never have you doing and my mom and dad didn't co-parent they parented me individually when i was with who i was with so my life was like it was when i was with my mom or it was like it was when i was with my dad there was no combination of the two you know what I'm saying? So, and my dad, you know, he kind of raised me like, or he kind of parents his kids the way he was better than he was parented, more than he was parented. My, my dad was, my dad raised himself. So, you know, in his eyes, what a child is capable of maybe a little bit more than what, you know, my mom's eyes on that was. So when you look at an age like 11 or 12, especially in a boy, my dad is looking at me like, shit, he about to be fucking. My mom is looking at me like, he's still a kid. You know what I'm saying? And I'm looking at myself like, should I be fucking? You know what I'm saying? Like, I thought I was a kid, but I mean, I like girls, they're cute. You know what I'm saying? Like, what, I'm, what, what do I do? You know, anyway. So... I go to visit my pops, and my pops is living in the hood, in the hood. I told y'all about where my dad lives now, and he wanted me to correct myself because I said that my dad lives in the hood now. He said he doesn't live in the hood. The hood is on the other side of the railroad tracks. But anyway, where he used to live was the hood. Like It was a story I read where it was like, they went on like this all day drug sweep in Columbus or whatever. And they spent all day, like right in the area where my dad used to live, where this story tra takes place. So, um, but I also personally have a mantra that honestly, if you mind your business, you could pretty much be anywhere in the world. So, and my dad always had nice shit in the hood. Like the house that he lived in was like this big ass house and all this other shit. So whatever. Anyway, so I'm staying there one morning and he's like, um, you know, go get you some breakfast or whatever. He's like, if you or no, he, he leaves. And he's like, you know, if you get hungry, you could just go right down the street and get you some breakfast. He's like, just walk off the porch, take a left and go right. He's like, just go straight. He's like, you'll walk right into it. He's like, they got good ass pancakes. I remember him saying they got good ass pancakes. I was like, all right, bet. 
And it was early in the morning. So I walked over there. It seemed pretty, pretty safe. You know what I'm saying? Everything was chill. It was a quiet day in the hood. I'm like, all right, bet. It, it looked ghetto as fuck. I was like, oh, some of this stuff is very run down. There's clearly cra uh, crack sold in this area, but it didn't seem dangerous. I got the pancakes. The pancakes was pretty fucking decent. You know what I'm saying? They was, I was in Ohio and I'm from, y'all gonna act like this ain't no different if you ain't, if you ain't from where I'm from, but fuck y'all. I'm from Oklahoma. And Oklahoma is way more like the South. So the food that I'm used to getting at places like Sunrise and Shine, bro, shitting on whatever that little country, whatever that shit. My dad took me to Big Chef, shitting on them niggas. Leo and Ken, shitting on them niggas. Only the hometown niggas gonna know about that nigga. Beverly's, up, okay, shitting on them niggas, bro. We really shitting on them niggas, bro. Like our mainstream shit better than they like little... Hole in the walls. We 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 feasted on the ass. But anyway. The pancakes was good. The breakfast was decent as a whole. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. I was like, all right, bet. This is cool. So I'm there for a couple more days. And I need to wash clothes. So my dad is like, you got to go to the laundromat to wash clothes. And I'm like, okay. Um, So he takes me to the laundromat. And this is like a thing with my dad. My dad don't like to sit nowhere. He want to go do what he want to do while you got to sit somewhere unless it's doing something fun. So he's dropping me off all the time at stuff like this. Like a laundromat, he's not, we're not washing clothes together. My nigga's about to drop me off. So first of all, y'all ain't never been to no laundromat. We always had, like at the apartments maybe, like at, at the worst, we had an apartment complex that had a laundromat attached to it. And it's not really the same as going to the actual laundromat. Never been before. I wasn't. Now, I'm not saying at this point, like, oh, I'm scared or no shit like that or whatever. It's just you taking me to go do something somewhere that I ain't never done. And I am like 11 or 12. You know, when you a kid, you like overthink some shit. Like, how am I even going to know how to work these washing machines? You know what I'm saying? Like that kind of shit. So he drops me. He takes me or whatever. We walk in or whatever. He's like, yeah, you know, and he actually kind of shows me how to do it. I, I, now, now I'm thinking about the story. I actually remember he did walk in with me and kind of show me how to run them or whatever. And he was like, don't leave like, you know, this, some basic shit, right? He's like, don't leave your clothes in here. Like, don't leave, don't walk outside with your stuff in here or whatever. He's like, stay in here and watch your clothes or whatever. And then when you're done, you know what I'm saying? Uh, like, I had a cell phone or whatever. He's like, call me when you're done or whatever. Uh, he was like, but if your phone dies, he was like, don't use that pay phone outside. And, you know, I'm going to resist the the urge to, to to pretend like there's people listening to this that don't know what a pay phone is. Because even the young niggas out there, y'all know what a fucking pay phone is. But what you don't realize is how, like, there was a pay phone in front of most places. You know what I'm saying? Like. I got a payphone story too. Anyway, um, so he's like, "Don't use that phone." I'm like, "Why?" You know what I'm saying? Like, why can't I use the phone? Like, if I like it don't work or something like that. He's like, "Dude, just don't use the phone." I'm like, "What do you mean? Like, why don't you want to tell me? Like, why can't I use that phone?" He's like, "Dude, like two people got shot for using that phone this week. Don't use that fucking phone." I'm like, "Bro, wait." Where do you have me at right now? Like, what ghetto ass? Where in the... Bro, 
I'm not safe here? Is that what you're telling me? And, and then, like, at that moment, y'all, is the first, because I don't feel like the ghetto is just inherently unsafe. You know what I'm saying? I didn't ever think when I was walking to get the pancakes, all these times when my dad's leaving me in this big ass house by myself, that's got a fucking limousine parked out outside the motherfucking front, looking all like I'm the only nigga in this neighborhood with money. You know what I'm saying? Like, you leaving me here all these times and now you taking me to the laundromat. I'm thinking that all of this shit is just ghetto. I'm like, oh yeah, they just need to, they just, you know, they broke out here. Nigga, you telling me that it's really dangerous here? I'm in danger? I don't, my clothes ain't even that dirty, bro. I'm good. I don't want these niggas thinking I got it like that because my clothes is clean. Fuck that. No. No, bro. You setting me up. This is all going through my head in one moment. I'm 11, 12 years old, y'all. No, bro. No. And my dad is not the type of nigga to like, it's too late. My clothes is in the washing machine. They already wet. This nigga that told me, so you don't wait it until it's too far until I didn't, until it's too late for me to even go back and change my mind. You got me in this motherfucker, my clothes sopping ass wet in this ghetto ass motherfucking laundromat that niggas get murdered at all the time. Why am I here? My auntie and them live in the nice part of Columbus. You could have just took me to my auntie and I could have washed clothes at Aunt Dorothy and Uncle Burns' house. I don't have to be here, bro. No. And then you could have leave. Don't leave me. Y'all, that nigga left. And nothing happened. Clearly, I'm here. I didn't use the phone. I was watching the phone the whole time, though. And they're like, and then when I seen other people go to the phone, I wanted to tell them, like, no, don't use the phone. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to see a murder. You feel what I'm saying? Because that is the vibes that I super duper got about that whole, man, bro. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. It's, that's it, bro. That's the whole real nigga story time, y'all. Um, <laughs> again, sometimes the, the real nigga is just me. Because my dad, not a real nigga in that story. Not a real nigga in that story. Had the resources to have a washer or dryer in his home had he wanted to and did not. Could have taken me to a safer laundromat. Could have taken me to my auntie's house. Could have at least let me tell him ahead of time, hey, I don't want to be here because niggas get murdered here all the time. Could have stayed with me. Dad, not the real nigga in this story. Dad is a real nigga. In this story, not a real nigga. Not a real nigga. Not fucking with my dude. Not a, no, 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 boy. Anyway, um, this is a good place to take a break. If you listen to this on audio, if you listen to it on video, um, you know, we just going to have a moment of silence. So that I can easily see this on the audio track and split this up later on whenever I got to do, you know what I'm saying, audio podcast edit shit. So, you know, for those of you on motherfucking YouTube and shit like that, look at this screen of the fuck this shit logo for a second. Seconds over. I'm back. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so, now that the... Now that we don't have to talk about that other shit, man, it's literally been so many things that have happened over the past week, two weeks that I had been kind of sitting to the side to do on the podcast and talk about on the podcast in some way or another. And it just like never, the time never really made itself available. It was never really, excuse me, it was never really something I was going to be able to do um, because all the other shit I had to talk about 
Because niggas kept shooting shit up because the nigga shot the shot up Buffalo and then the motherfucker want to shoot up Uvalde and shit like that. These motherfuckers is fucking up the flow of the podcast, bruh. And I know that sounds selfish when it's like literally niggas having funerals for their babies and shit. But again, that's in its box over here compartmentalized and we're not talking about that today. So even though it's a real thing and it's sad and it's actually happening, it's not happening to us. And we're not going to take on the world's problems and emotions every single day because that is traumatic and it is detrimental to our mental health. We're not doing that. It's in its box. But we do have to talk about the world, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, I did say that we was going to have like a segment about world news. I figured because the podcast is called Fuck This Shit, we should call the world news segment Fuck the World. (laughs) Duh, right? (laughs) It really seems obvious. Sometimes I want to stray away from the profanity because I can't really put that on everything that I want to put like marketing money towards on like social media. But I haven't even started doing that shit anyway. And within the podcast, we've all been a bitch in this motherfucker. So fuck the world is a segment. The first uh, story is trash, Um, but it's actually good news on some trash shit because I ain't even had a chance. This is how y'all know. That we ain't been able to do our thing on here. We ain't even got to talk about the monkeypox. Bruh. We ain't even mentioned monkeypox on FTS Podcast. We did all this talking about COVID while COVID was at its height. And COVID is still going on. But I ain't even going to cap it, y'all, bro. I'm really in the position now with COVID where I'm like, just don't take nothing from me. You know what I'm saying? Just leave me and mine alone. We'll keep getting the vaccines and shit like that or whatever. The mask, I, I, I am a. If they tell me to put the mask back on, I will put the mask back on. I won't even. I will be no pushback from Dre about putting the mask back on. But while they saying we ain't gotta wear it, I ain't wearing that motherfucker, man. I ain't wearing that bitch. I'm about to, I'm about to live free and smile and be happy and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Um. But as soon as uh. As soon as they say, and I'm saying as soon as they say, because I got a feeling, bro, just with the way shit is going down, it's not just, they were already talking about when Obama was president, they were already saying that something like coronavirus was going to happen. They were like, it's going to happen. A massive, like, epidemic, pandemic, they were like, it's going to happen soon, and we need to be prepared for it. So... I know that it's going to happen again. So, and when they when it does and they like put the mask on and get the vaccine, I'm going to get it and a lot of y'all going to die and that's not going to be on me. I'm going to just, I'm going to, if I know you, I'm going to be sad. And if I don't, I'm not. So that's, that's really where I'm at with that. Anyway, so monkeypox. Um, when I, when I looked at the, the article, I'm a, okay, listen, I'm going to just read the article to y'all. Because now I'm stuttering and stammering because I have different opinions on it. At first they said, when it first came out, I was like, man, is this really about to be some shit? And now they're saying it's probably not. But I'm like, y'all kind of said that about coronavirus too at first. They was kind of like, oh, you know, this has potential for whatever, whatever. But it could probably be contained in certain countries, whatever. whatever. But anyway, so. Uh, ABC News article, unlikely monkeypox outbreak will turn into pandemic, uh, World Health Organization says. But the the subtitle is, at least 257 cases have been confirmed in non-endemic countries. So, 
that's to say that this is a little bit different and that there are countries that like have issues with monkeypox. They have outbreaks and whatever, whatever. Um, uh, Africa, <laughs> really Africa, West African countries, uh, they have that shit or whatever. So it's not, it's not a big deal when someone gets it there in a the sense of it's not saying something about this, this disease traveling or being somewhere where it wasn't already present. Um, Anyway, so the article goes on to say the World Health Organization said Monday it doesn't believe that the monkey po- the monkeypox outbreak currently spreading around the world will turn into a pandemic. Since May 13th, at least 257 cases of the rare disease have been confirmed in 23 countries where the virus is not endemic, mostly in Europe and North America, and 120 are suspected. Uh, of those infections, 14 are confirmed or suspected across eight states in the U.S., uh, according to the CDC. Um, so far, no deaths have been reported in non-endemic countries. The disease is not typically found outside of countries in Central or Western Africa, which raise fears of community transmission. Uh, according to the World Health Organization, at the present time, there's no clear link between the cases reported and travel from endemic countries. When asked... So, okay, wait, wait, wait. I'm not even going to keep reading this. That that last... According to the... Uh, the World Health Organization at the present time, there is no clear link between the cases reported and travel from endemic countries. So monkeypox is just popping up is what y'all saying. I would be less nervous if you were saying, oh, some niggas went to Africa and got exposed to monkeypox. And that's why they came back and brought it to their home countries. And we seeing a small amount of spread. You saying we don't really know why niggas got monkeypox in America. Hmm. That's suspicious as fuck. Not like on no conspiracy, they put monkey pox in the 5G towers. But on some, y'all are not always honest about what's really going on. And I'm curious as to how you're not concerned about the fact that some disease that doesn't typically occur in these countries is just there. And you don't think it's related to travel? Suspect. Sus. Mad sus. Anyway. Um, When asked during a public session Monday if the recent outbreak could turn into a pandemic, Dr. Rosamund Lewis, the World Health Organization's technical lead for monkeypox, replied, the answer is we don't know, but we don't think so. Mm, And the truth comes out. We don't know, but we don't think so. What was I watching? I was watching this, uh, this documentary where they was interviewing this crooked ass cop and they was like, did you ask, did you ask one of your CIs to suck your dick? And he was like, I I don't, I don't, I can't, I don't believe I did that or I don't think so. I'm not sure. And I was, when he said it, I was like, what do you mean? That's like, you did or you didn't kind of thing. And they like, is this going to turn into a pandemic? And they like, "Mm, we don't think so. You know what I'm saying? And I know that that's how science is. I've been on this podcast and said that in a lot of ways, science doesn't like to make, you know what I'm saying, absolute statements because they don't know. You know, they're like, it appears to be dot, dot, dot. But I don't know. I felt like that was a pretty lazy statement from a scientist. The answer is we don't know, but we don't think so. Not even evidence strongly suggests that that's not likely. Just we don't know, but we don't think so. I don't know. At the moment, we're not concerned about a global pandemic, Lewis said. Other public health officials have said the risk for spread is generally low. 
The World Health Organization stated the majority of cases have been reported among men who identify as gay, bisexual, or men who have sex with men. Monkeypox can be transmitted to anyone with exposure to it. Uh, is this uh, is this propaganda? Is this <laughs> this sounds like propaganda? Like, oh, only the gays are getting it. Like, mm, nah, no, I'm just playing. Uh, I read a stump about this earlier. It apparently, I guess the spread started in like it. It was it started with the gays. You know what I'm saying? So like, it's kind of going through the gays, if that makes sense. Like, it started at, like, some gay nigga brought it to, like, some little gay sex event. From what I understand, that's, like, low-key what happened. And uh, because, as you know, he, they doing all that fucking and shit. They rubbing all up on each other because monkeypox ain't a, a respiratory disease. You got It's a contact disease. Um, So, you know. Uh, they saying that's what happened. So, right now, oh, it says, okay, back to the article. We're concerned with the we're concerned that individuals may acquire this infection through high risk exposures if they don't have the information they need to protect themselves. Uh, she offered recommendations for people to lower their risk of infection, including avoiding those with confirmed or suspected case of monkeypox. Duh. If caring for one some of the shit that they say, this is their recommendations for people to lower the risk of infection. Avoid people who have it or think they have it. Don't touch people who have it. Wash your hands and wear a mask if you clean and contaminated surface. Bruh, listen. This is why people don't take the news seriously. Because some of the shit that they be saying is like super fucking stupid to me sometimes. Some of the things that they be saying as recommendations are like they really like talking about something real. Like you literally not saying shit right now. Why are you even wasting my time right now? Um. Anyway. Um, collectively the world has an opportunity to stop this outbreak, but they won't. They won't. We are have we learned nothing? Have we learned nothing? They won't stop this. They're just gonna keep doing it. They're gonna be like, oh monkeypox, monkeypox isn't gonna get me. I don't care. Wear a mask, I'm not wearing a mask, I'm not some sheeple. That's what they'll fucking do. I don't, I don't want to, I be saying all the time about what I'm going to do when I get old, but it's just becoming more and more apparent that niggas ain't getting old, bro. The world going to end before we ever get a fucking chance, bro. Uh, people who are infected with monkeypox is generally a mild illness. The most common symptoms being fever, headache, fatigue, muscle aches, back aches, and swollen lymph nodes. This is the reason why I think niggas going to take monkeypox a little more seriously than COVID, though. Patients can develop a rash and lesions that often begin on the face, extremities, before spreading to the rest of the body. Symptoms usually last two to four weeks before dissipating. Y'all ain't fucking with nothing that fuck your face up. I always, I even, I even said that if, if COVID took away something other than like just your taste and your smell, it took away, if you was just blind for a little bit, you know what I'm saying? You just had some temporary deafness for two weeks. You would not be on no, oh, y'all niggas would be quadruple masked up. But because it was something that you could write off, it's still something kind of kind of minimal. Niggas like, was like oh, it's, it's cool. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. It's not. It's not. But this should get on your face. 
and you be having bumps all over you and shit like that. Niggas gonna be seeing motherfuckers else. That's the only thing though. Everybody don't got the bumps though. Niggas gonna be having monkeypox talking about, oh no, I just got a little headache. It ain't monkeypox. I ain't got no bumps on me. I can still fuck on you. And then they're gonna be giving niggas monkeypox. They're gonna be hugging all them motherfuckers, touching you and shaking your hand with their monkeypox hands. I'm not touching these people at work anymore. This is bullshit. I don't even want to talk about human to human transmission occurs through either hugging, touching, or prolonged face to face contact, as well as touching an infected person's clothing or bed sheets. Bro, so you can just. Uh, this is stupid. People also catch. Oh, okay. I guess this is how they get it. In Africa, they be getting it from getting bit or scratched. Or preparing and consuming infected bush meat. Hell no, nigga. Y'all eating dirty bush meat out there? Bro. Some of y'all is down bad over there, I see. I mean, I guess it's Africa. Shit like that lets you know Africa in a continent, not a country, bro. Because this nigga's over in Africa, big time balling. And it's also niggas over there eating infected bush meat. <laughs> it's like, whoa. That's wild. But niggas is low-key doing shit like that and like... Psh, nigga, them Appalachians, nigga, and them, and them Appalachians, nigga, some of them untouched communities in, in America, they doing shit like that too. Them niggas eating rabbit, raccoons, and shit like that in the country. It's the same thing. Yeah. I don't know. There's more to this article, but I don't even want to read it anymore. Um,. They say that monkeypox has a higher mortality rate, like more people die. That's another reason why, too. They don't want to say it. That's another reason why they don't think that it has as big a chance of becoming a pandemic. Because they're like, oh, no, nah, too many people survive with COVID. That's how it passed so fast. Y'all niggas will start dying from monkeypox before you can give it to everybody in your family. So it'll be Gucci. So, you know, just be careful with that one. Um <laughs> Anytime them niggas ain't worried, don't don't mean it ain't nothing gonna go wrong. It just mean that, you know, they're okay with what might go wrong. Always remember that about America, bro. The world really. Um on to more end of the world news. Cause like why is all of the world news end of the world news? Because again, we're not gonna get old. That's why. Uh physicists predict the earth will become a chaotic world with dire consequences. Uh if the earth system gets into the region of chaotic behavior, we will lose all hope of somehow fixing the problem. Humans aren't just making the earth warmer. They are making the climate chaotic. A stark new study suggests the new research, which was posted April 21st to the preprint database, uh, ARXIV. I don't know how to say that. It's like one of those celebrity baby names or something like that. Um, Draws a board and a general picture. Oh, sorry, a board. Oh, my God. Dyslexia. Draws a broad. I don't have dyslexia either. Is that a side note? Is that a slur? When you make, like, reading mistakes, be like, oh, man, me and my little dyslexia. Is that, like, a, a is that fucked up towards dyslexic people in real life? Or are y'all not, like, real? Y'all don't really give a fuck. I wouldn't give a fuck. Anyway. <laughs> This new research draws a broad and general picture of the full potential impact of human activity on the climate. And the picture isn't pretty. While the study doesn't present a complete sim uh, simulation of the climate model, 
it does paint a broad sketch of where we're heading if we don't curtail climate change in our unchecked use of fossil fuels. According to study authors, scientists of the Department of Physics and Astronomy at the University of Porto in Portugal. Sorry, I know y'all probably didn't hear that. It's not that big a deal. Um, the implications of climate change are well known. Droughts, heat waves, extreme heat, uh, extreme phenomena. Study researchers Oref Bertolami, Bertolami told Live Science in an email, if the Earth system gets into a region of chaotic behavior, we will lose all hope of somehow fixing the problem. Uh, climate shifts. Earth peri periodically experiences massive changes in climate patterns going from one stable equilibrium to another. These shifts are usually driven by external factors like changes in Earth's orbit or massive surge in volcanic activity. But past research suggests we are now entering a new phase, one driven by human activity as humans put more carbon into the atmosphere. We're creating a new anthro Anthropocene era, or oh, whatever, a period of human-influenced climate systems, something our planet has never experienced before. In the new study, researchers modeled the introduction of blah, 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 blah. Um, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, 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 yeah. If human activity, yeah, th th it was just, it was too much. I'm not reading all that. It, was, it, didn't, it wasn't important. Uh, logistics problems of human activity is driving phase, is a driving phase of uh, Earth's climate. Is <laughs> If human activity is driving a phase transition in Earth's climate, that means we'll be causing the planet to develop a new set of weather patterns, weather patterns. What those patterns will look like is one of the most pressing problems of climate science. Um, mm, okay, here we go. I had to skip through this article because it was sciencing us to death and it wasn't telling us, I, you know, this is a podcast. This isn't, this isn't school. You know what I'm We're not trying to read all this shit about the Anthropocene era and shit like that. I want you to know, I want you to tell me. It, am I going to drown in, you know what I'm saying, ocean waters that are going to all of a sudden overtake Texas? Am I going to suddenly combust because of the overwhelming heat that the planet is going to go through? I want to know what's going to happen because these motherfuckers is not going to stop polluting the earth and fucking us over for money. Because they already decided they're going to Mars and fuck us. You know what I'm saying? That's how I feel about it. That's why I'm reading this article. I should have pre-read this motherfucker because they're talking too much right now. It's about to get skipped. It's about to get that skip Bailey. I'm about to skip. Anyway. Uh, research explored different ways that the human logistical map could evolve depending on a variety of factors like our population introduction of carbon reduction strategies and better, more efficient technologies. Once they found out how human carbon input would evolve over time, they used that to examine how Earth's climate would evolve through the human-driven phase transition. In best cases, once humanity reaches the limit of carbon output, Earth's climate stabilizes at a new higher average temperature. This higher average temperature is overall bad for humans, but it still leads to higher, uh, because it still leads to higher sea levels and more extreme weather events, but at least it's stable. Uh, the Anthropocene looks like previous climate ages, only warmer, and it will still have regular and repeatable climate patterns. Okay. That's what I want to hear because basically it's saying best case scenario. What that's saying is best case scenario. 
if niggas do what they supposed to do and we try and mitigate this climate change shit like that or whatever, and even though we're going to do that, it's too late, so we still end up hitting this next climate threshold. The earth gets warmer, the oceans get higher, and that causes some problems. But at least the earth is still stable. And, you know, it'll only fuck with poor people and black and browns. You know what I'm saying? That's what basically what they're saying. Like, we'll... Rich white people will just move away from the places that will be impacted by this. And the rest of you will just have to deal with what's left. Um, but in the worst cases, research has found that Earth's climate leads to chaos, true mathematical chaos. In a chaos system, there's no equilibrium and no repeatable patterns. A chaotic climate would have seasons that change wildly from decade to decade or even year to year. Some years would experience sudden flashes of extreme weather, while others would be extremely quiet. Even the average earth temperature may fluctuate wildly, swinging from cooler to hotter periods and relatively short periods of time. It will become utterly impossible to determine in what directions earth climate is headed. A chaotic behavior means that it will be impossible to predict the behavior of the earth system in the future. And we know with great certainty it's present, even if we know with great certainty it's present state. It will mean any capability to control or to drive the Earth system towards an equilibrium state that favors the habitability of the biosphere will be lost. Most concerning research has found that above a certain critical threshold temperature for Earth's atmosphere, a feedback cycle can kick in where a chaotic result would become unavoidable. There are some signs that we may have already passed that tipping point, but it's not too late to avert climate disaster. Oh my God, that is what I was looking for. They could have just cut out the whole rest of the article and just put them last few motherfucking things in there. Them motherfuckers are saying, y'all, I'm not no fucking genius, but in a world where there's no stable climate, y'all do realize that little things like, I don't know, growing food. How you gonna grow food if you don't know if it's not gonna be winter for the next three years? How you gonna grow food? Huh? How are you going to leave it? Bruh, how are you going to raise livestock? How are you going to raise anything? How are you going to do anything outdoors? How? Bruh, there's areas in the world that don't have air conditioning because they don't need air conditioning, but maybe they will all of a sudden need it. How do we know if the climate, will, like the heat and cold won't swing so hard that like most of our current homes will even be able to handle that? And we won't all basically just be living in the Hunger Games. Bro. A chaotic, and they saying that, that t they like, honestly, here they go with this. Look, they sound like the WHO talking about, we don't think that we already passed that point. But if we being honest, it's possible that we already at that point. Excuse me. This is why, bro. Motherfuck the world. I said that this we was going to be back to the vibe, said that this was going to be a fun episode and we was back and blah, 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 because we're not talking about no other bullshit. But what is it? More bullshit or more bullshit? All the world news that I had saved over these times would have been spread out over several episodes so we would have had all these tragic ass things to talk about in different spans because the next article of world news is just as sad as the rest of them. A perfect storm. Russia's invasion deepens global hunger crisis. The world's biggest security may be the food that won't appear on millions of plates from war-torn Somalia to rural America. Hunger is soaring at terrifying levels and the global situation just keeps on getting worse. 
conflict, the climate crisis, COVID, and surging food and fuel costs have created a perfect storm, and now the Ukraine war is piling catastrophe on top of catastrophe. David Beasley, the head of the United Nations Food Program, tweeted on Monday. Around the world, but particularly in parts of Africa and the Middle East, food prices are soaring amid wheat and grain shortages as exacerbated by Russia's invasion, the accompanying inflation, and the accompanying inflation has only made matters worse. Even though the year has already begun in crisis with millions starving in Afghanistan after the Taliban's takeover. After, <laughs> like, bruh, what? It's, that's why motherfuckers be talking about as fucked up as America is. You should be glad to be here because they're like, it's way worse than other places. But I'm telling you, the way we run America, we don't want, we want to be a third world country. We don't want to be America no more. Niggas want to be, niggas want food insecurity. They think that shit builds character or something. It's, anyway. The cost of living is high nowadays, making it difficult for families to even afford to, uh, even afford flour and oil. Uh, Ayan Hassan, I cannot pronounce her last name, I won't even try. Abdirahman? Abdirahman? Abdirahman. Well, <laughs> I don't know. Whatever, uh, maybe a mother of 11 in Somalia told the Associated Press in a story Beasley linked on Twitter. The African Development Bank said the price of wheat has risen 45 percent on the African continent, making life harder for regional countries that import nearly half of their wheat from Russia and Ukraine. Um, side note, I, this has been stated before, but I didn't realize this until I heard it. Ukraine is the second largest country in Europe, I think. It's not the second, it's the third. Like it's something like that. It's big as fuck though. Like Ukraine is really big. So the whole Russia invading Ukraine thing should matter more just on the fact that they're not I feel like a lot of us in our minds when we hear that, we think they're invading some small country that borders them, but it's just small in comparison to Russia. It's not small at all. Um, and they have huge implications on the world food supply. So Huh. Now we're dealing with that on top of all these other things. It's just crazy how all this stuff piles on top of one another. And usually I'll be like, this is somehow comes down to the fact that we don't vote like we're supposed to. But in this particular case, this ain't really much of our business. We didn't really do this one. This is this is just something that we're dealing with. Um we asked U.S. and foreign officials about the hunger crisis and the unanimous response we got back was, it's bad, it's very bad. I just can't wrap my head around the scale of human suffering, State Department told uh, NatSec Daily. Antonio Gutierrez, the U.S. Secretary General, two weeks ago offered stark details. Global hunger levels are at a new high. In just two years, the number of severely food insecure people has doubled. From 135 million pre-pandemic to 276 million today, he said at a meeting on crisis, on the crisis convened by the Biden administration, more than a half a million people are living in famine conditions, and an increase of more than 500 percent since 2016. God damn. President Joe Biden and his team are seeking to address this issue with the State Department announcing billions in food aid and the White House reducing burdens on American farmers. But the worry is millions will suffer and thousands will die in the weeks and months 
ahead due to malnutrition. If that's not a national security crisis, I don't know what is. Another state official said that's crazy. Um, and it is one of those things that luckily doesn't impact us as much in America as you see. Obviously, like bad Biden's talking about uh, giving giving out food aid and all these other things. So clearly, there are places that are much much worse off than we are. But just as a society as a whole, we're moving towards these conditions where, and when I say a society, I mean a global society. We're moving towards these conditions where. The people at the bottom, it's it's becoming harder at the bottom. And I, I feel like it's common sense, actually, that that would be the case. Because I feel as though all of us are feeling that right now, no matter where you are, it's harder for you to be where you are right now than it was before. Like before the pandemic, before all of this stuff, it was easier. It's harder now. She is obviously harder than me. Rent is higher, food is higher, gas is higher, everything is higher, and motherfuckers is making the same money. It's way harder right now. But we kind of blessed in a lot of instances. Like if you sitting here listening to a podcast with your phone bill paid or some Wi-Fi nearby you, it's niggas who got life way worse than you do right now. Way worse than we do right now. So there's only so much bitching and complaining we can do, but yeah, this is this is crazy just to see how the world is being impacted by all these things that are going on. Um even even just the 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 notion that people were so close to famine, literal famine that when this war kicked off a few months ago, it set into motion something that now even with the aid that's coming there are going to be people who die because they will not have had that amount of time to to deal with this kind of tragedy. Does that make sense? As to say, you call me and tell me you starving. And I tell you I can have you some food in a week, but you've been starving for so long, you'll be dead in a week. That's what's going on over there. So that shit is wild. And that's why I said that that shit sad. All of the world news was sad. All of the fuck the world news was sad. And all of that. But now that we're done with that, we can move on to our news. Just our bullshit here in America. You know what I'm saying? We can move on to the fuck America news. And this news, way, way more fun. Infinitely more fun. The sad shit is fucking over. We we back. The vibes are back. You know what I'm saying? We could take a moment. We could take a, we could pour one out. If y'all watching the video podcast, you see I'm sipping me a little brew right now. We could pour one out for the homies who dealing with famine and uh, <laughs> who dealing with famine and monkeypox and climate change and all of that. We could pour one out for the homies who will soon be us clearly because we will all be dead. In 10 years or whatever. And then we can get on to the vibes. And all of the things that make the podcast great. Because. Nancy Pelosi's husband caught the Dewey. And we got to talk about that. First of all. How you fuck up your wife bag like this fam. If you got a famous. I ain't gonna cap. Man or woman. If whoever you with. Your husband or wife is famous like that. 
is that powerful a person in the world? You kind of do owe it to them to not be doing goofy shit like driving home drunk. And y'all rich? Nancy Pelosi and her husband are fucking rich, bro. Every time I see a rich person get a DUI, I never feel bad. I'm like, you fucking stupid. There's no other way to put it. You fucking stupid. There, I'm not going to sit up here and be like, I'm so high and mighty. I've never drank and drive. That's not true. Y'all know that's not true. We've talked about that on the podcast. But I've never been a millionaire. If I was, I would never. I would never. Never. And I love to drive. If I'm drinking, somebody else driving me, bro. The fuck? Nigga, Jeffrey, if you don't get your ass in this car. Anyway. Uh, Pelosi's husband charged with DUI. Uh, <laughs> House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband was arrested and charged with driving under influence after being involved in a collision Saturday night. Law enforcement officials said Paul Pelosi, 82, old ass nigga. God damn, you too old to be, you really too old to be driving and driving. You out here drinking and driving. You 82 years old. You really too old to be driving, period. You out here just old and nigga, I, y'all ever seen that episode of South Park? Y'all probably don't fuck with South Park like that, bro. Hold up. I gotta take a moment. I'm sorry, y'all. I gotta I gotta take a moment out for y'all. Especially if you uh if you watching this on the uh on the video. Oh yeah, bruh. I gotta I gotta I gotta show y'all this shit real quick. Because this is Paul Pelosi. This is what I feel like about old people driving, too, by the way. I'm not going to cap. I don't believe old people should drive. If, if you got an old-ass granny who out here still pushing her town car, and you like, oh, no, my granny, blah, 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 whatever. When she runs somebody over and they dead and shit like that, not her, because she ain't. The old people who be crashing this shit always make it. But just, just wait. Hold on, hold on, y'all. I got to show y'all. I got to show y'all. Sharon, have you seen Dad? He's not here, honey. He's having a meeting with all the seniors in town at the community center. Oh. Wait a minute. If all the seniors in town are at a meeting, that means that when the meeting gets out... <laughs> every senior in town will be driving home... At the same time. Oh, my God. Get inside! Get inside! Seniors meeting getting out! Get off the street! Paul Pelosi right, be great like... meeting, everyone. Let's do it again sometime. <laughs> so long, everybody. Goodbye, Lucy. Get off the streets! Get off the streets! <laughs> Old people are driving! We've got to get out of here! The boys, Gerald, where are they? They're... They're playing street hockey! Oh, my God! Oh, man. I should have... I didn't have a chance to look at the video first. I thought it was going to actually show y'all.
I don't know. I hope that <laughs> it's probably going to be a little audio break in there because I accidentally hit back on the wrong thing. I was trying to pull back on the video because it wasn't, you know, it didn't actually show the old people getting ran the fuck over like I thought it was going to. But um, we good, though. We back. I thought that this was about to make me have to restart this whole podcast, y'all. And when I tell you that I was going to cry, not in the car. But right here in front of each and every one of y'all, that's exactly what was about to go down. But it's cool. We back. You know what I'm saying? Uh, unfortunately, the video I just pulled up randomly in the middle of this and made you watch wasn't what I thought it was. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of Randy yelling at everybody, the old people are going to run you all over. That's what happens. The old people get in their cars and they start running people the fuck over because you shouldn't keep driving when you old as fuck. Like, I feel like that. I, I genuinely believe that in my soul. So anyway. Um, Paul Pelosi, 82 and 2 old to be driving, was arrested at 11.44 p.m., way past his bedtime, and charged with driving under the influence and driving with the blood alcohol content of .08 or higher, according to the Napa County Criminal Justice Network's public booking report. Both charges and misdemeanor. TMZ was the first to, first to report the arrest. TMZ on your ass, boy. Is you in California, too? Oh, TMZ got somebody there. Uh, Pelosi was attempting to cross SR-29 with his 2021 Porsche when his 2021 Porsche was hit by a 2014 Jeep traveling northbound on the road. According to the collision report from the Highway Patrol, which doesn't identify either driver as being uh, at fault in the crash, troopers were called to the scene just before 1130. There were no injuries in the crash and the Jeep driver was not arrested. Uh, CNN has reached out to Highway Patrol and Napa County Sheriff's. That nigga, that sounds like it's obviously that nigga, uh, old ass Paul Pelosi, too old to be driving. It was his motherfucking fault. It says that nigga was trying to cross a major road and he got hit by a nigga who was driving on a road that didn't have a motherfucking stop sign or stoplight at it. He didn't get arrested. Nigga, it was your fault. And he was drunk. It was your fault, nigga. Goofy. Goofy ass. Bell was set at $5,000 because he's white and rich. It's cool. Um, the speaker will not be commenting on this private matter, which occurred while she was on the East Coast. Real nigga. Hey, bro, I seen an article that was like, Nancy Pelosi tries to distance herself from husband. Nigga, fuck this nigga, bro. If I'm the fucking House Speaker of the United States House of Representatives and my wife drunk ass go get a DUI, I don't even know the, I don't even know her, bro. I'm not, what wife? He's going to be like, your wife got a DUI. Be like, honestly, we, we separated. Since when? Since you just told me that dumb shit. That's since when? Ain't no wife. Goofy. Goofy. Uh... That's wild. Yeah, she's like, I was in Rhode Island. I don't have nothing to do with that nigga, bro. She probably gonna have to talk about it later. I ain't even gonna lie. I pulled this story to the side too because I was like, man, this shit is wild. Because whenever you do some fuck shit, niggas will always bring up a story about your past, especially an article like the New York Post. And I feel bad for even create for even saying more of this mess, but I ain't gonna lie. I was just like, this is wild. Nancy Pelosi's husband killed his older brother in 1957 sports car crash. 
Nancy Pelosi's husband killed his older brother when he flipped his sports car in California 65 years before he was arrested for the weekend and charged with drunk driving newspaper clipping show. First of all, just to be 65 years after you done killed your brother in a sports car accident is not even a headline that should exist because you shouldn't be fucking driving no more because you're old as fuck. Your old as fuck is too sit, lay it down. Every time I see somebody old as shit get in a car, I just I get nervous. Anyway, Paul Pelosi was 16 when he crashed the car, crashed his car near San Mateo in the early hours of February 22nd, 1957. His brother, David Pelosi, 19, was likely strangled by a neck brace that he had been wearing due to a previous neck fracture. Paul, who suffered a broken collarbone in the wreck, called for help after breaking free from the car. The report said Highway Patrolman Thomas Ganey told local outlet at the time Paul and his older that Paul said his older brother urged him to slow down moments before the crash. This is a bad stretch. We better slow down, David is said to have told his brother. Paul told authorities he tried to shift gears and slow down but lost control of the vehicle. So this nigga ain't never been able to drive, bro. The car veered across the road, bounced back from a small emb embankment, climbed 20 feet up another, spun around and somersaulted simultaneously and ended up upside down on the shoulder with both youths underneath. Nigga, was you playing Need for Speed? That sounds like when you literally play one of the racing, ga racing games on the car and you don't realize that it's about to do one of them S-turns and you on the mountain with the gravel and you going 123 in the Lotus. You know what I'm saying? What was you doing, fam? His older brother was pronounced dead as he arrived at Mills Memorial Hospital in San Mateo. The brothers had been out on a joy ride at the time after Paul had picked up David from a girlfriend's house. The patrolman said he planned to cite Paul for misdemeanor manslaughter, but the case never made it to court and then team was exonerated by a coroner's jury. Details of the fatal wreck emerged in the wake of Paul's arrest following his alleged drunken crash in Napa Valley on Saturday night. That's wild. My nigga went out for a little wine tasting. Was on his old ass way home. Looked left. Looked right. Didn't look left again. Niggas be forgetting, bro. Niggas forget their driver's test. They tell you you look left. You look right. Then you look left again. He did not look left again. And that's what got him fucked off. Uh, crashed his shit. Now his wife embarrassed as fuck, calling him all kinds of little dick bitch ass niggas and shit like that. Nancy Pelosi sounding like the girl on We Cry Together on that Kendrick album. <laughs> but uh, she going hard on that nigga. And then the New York Post going to be like, and by the way, he murdered his brother because the motherfucker ain't never been able to drive. <laughs> Weakness. I'm weak behind that. Sorry. I don't know if it should be as funny as it is to me, but by golly, it's not funny that he killed his brother, but I mean, it's like, damn, bro. Bugging. Anyway, um, let's see. I'm actually going to save these two. Oh, because I'm about to go on. Oh, we got to take a little hiatus. How, how? These ain't the time sensitive. Fuck it. I, I, I'm moving on from two articles. Y'all, I'm not going to lie to y'all. I'm, 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 I'm running out of gas. I'm tired. I'm tired as fuck. Sometimes I think to myself, carrying this podcast, one person, 
It's so fucking hard, y'all. It's not hard because of the work part. Sometimes it's hard because of like the talking to myself part. I get tired of talking to myself sometimes. And this is one of them instances and I hate starting and stopping on the podcast. So, you know what? We're going to skip all three of these stories. We're going to go. I got only got two more things. I got a story out of Oklahoma. You know what I'm saying? And maybe we'll call it fuck everybody but Oklahoma or something like that. Or, or I don't know what the fuck we call it. If Key's already working on songs, we call it whatever the fuck the song say. But uh, there's some shit I've seen that it's really some... <laughs> It's another podcast I listen to. I've told y'all before, the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. This is like some old Guess the Race shit. They got a segment called Guess the Race. We don't do that here, though, because we don't do no guessing. I'm going to tell you, this is definitely a white man. Ain't no point in guessing. Once I tell you, you definitely going to be able to know. But uh, this came out of Oklahoma City, so I wanted to throw this bitch on here. Oklahoma City Police Department. Man arrested after he said he was planning a large-scale attack of violence. An Oklahoma City man was arrested after police say he was threatening to perform a large-scale act of violence. Oklahoma City police say they were called to Oakwood Springs Medical Facility on May 22nd. Police say Kirk Britton admitted to having guns, ammo, and survivalist manuals in his car. Officials say they searched the car and found an AR-15-style upper, uh, upper receiver that appeared to fire a golf ball. Several hundred rounds of ammo and copies of the Anarchist Cookbook and the Poor Man's James Bond book. Those books contain information on how to make homemade explosives and detailed firearms training and military-style tactics. In an interview, police said Britain admitted to trying to buy a gun to kill politicians but was denied when he made a statement to the seller about using them to kill politicians. Bruh. Police also said Britain claimed he was in possession of at least one additional rifle and a pistol and wanted to kill people in a similar fashion to the mass shootings in Buffalo. According to police, Britain said, uh, also said he had previously plotted to steal an aircraft and crash it into a building in an attack similar to September 11th. I believe Kirk Britain has taken steps to follow through with this plans to execute an act of violence by purchasing firearms, accessories, ammunition, and the above described manual, police said in a search warrant affidavit. Police said investigators went through records and found Britain had a long history of mental health interventions. Police are looking to search Britain's home. Um, this article doesn't say that he's already released, but he is. The original article that I read on this was talking about how he was already released on bond. And I was thinking to myself, self, and myself was like, huh? Only in Oklahoma. I know that he's... This is what this is what I mean. They say, "Oh, this isn't about guns. It's about mental health. We need to more. We need to address mental health more uh, comprehensively." Blah blah blah. But then you're like, "Oh, we got this crazy motherfucker who's saying he wants to shoot up a supermarket full of black people, or maybe crash a plane into a building, or maybe shoot up some politicians, or just whatever act of violence that he can find a way to do." So much so that when he went to go cop the gun. The nigga couldn't even help but say, yeah, I need this gun because I want to shoot up politicians. Fam, why is this? Who's mad? Bro, why are we letting this go? Bro, no. You can't let this nigga out. Hold on. 
I gotta show y'all if you on the video or the podcast. This is the nigga right here. This is the nigga. Bro. What is he what is he winking at, bro? This nigga right now, he think he he practicing to look through his scope so that he could do some crazy ass shit. And we're gonna let this nigga back out and be like, well, I don't think nobody'll let him get a gun. Bro, the only reason they didn't let him get the gun is because he told them what he was going to do with it. If he was a little less crazy, he would have had the gun. They was like, what you going to do with it? He was like, oh, murder Nancy Pelosi. And they were like, whoa, what? <laughs> and honestly, in Oklahoma, if he would have went to the right gun store, they would have probably sold him too. And be like, oh, you can't say that. Make sure you don't say that again. Y'all think it's, man, this shit is crazy. This shit is crazy, bro. I don't even know. This shit is fucking wild as fuck. I really can't even believe that this is the kind of shit that we're dealing with. Um, And I say that even though I can 110% believe that this is the kind of shit we're dealing with because it's really far for the course at this point. Um... So, you know, whatevs. Um, that's that's it for that story. I really don't have anything else to tell you about that in particular. Um, but we do have a one more story from a one more segment that I absolutely love to do with you guys that we haven't got to do in quite some time. White people... Do this. episode or in this segment of white people do this um i did not have a white people do this y'all i was um minding my business you know what i'm saying actually about to do this particular podcast and then i saw this story and i was like wow we're gonna talk about this this is definitely white people do this um <laughs> I this meets the original criteria of white people do this as well because I wanted it to be stories that when you've seen it it was something where you were like I know this was white people and this is some shit that only white people do this is some white lady shit never seen nobody other than I mean like this is this is some white people shit y'all so hold on real quick go ahead and pull it up pull up the video for y'all those of y'all who got you know what I'm saying the video podcast you on the YouTubes or whatever uh, check this, check this shit out. Hold on. I had to make sure I had the audio on for the screen real quick. Yeah, I mean. All right. Check it out. Teacher at a local school, a music teacher charged with having an inappropriate relationship with a student. And that teacher replaced another music teacher two years ago who also allegedly had a relationship with a student. Shelly Bortz is live with what she just learned about the investigation. Shelly. 
Well, you're right. Olivia Ortz replaced the music teacher here at Wilmington Area School District uh, two years ago after he lost his job for alleged inappropriate relationships with several students. He's awaiting trial. As soon as it was discovered, it was reported to Childline. It was reported to us. Police were alerted to a possible romantic relationship between then choir director Olivia Ortz and a 17-year-old student by the high school principal in April. The month-long investigation police say turned up a treasure trove of evidence to support the claim, including text messages, a love letter, and overnights here at Ortz's home while her husband was out of town. He believed that it was an adult male that she was having a relationship with. Uh, she told him it wasn't what he thought, what certainly turned out to be accurate, and she ended up admitting that she, that the letter was from a female student. On May 5th, police executed a search warrant on the Ort's home and confiscated a cell phone and iPad. Police say the two continued to communicate and exchanged 100 messages during a two-day period last week until they got caught. The two of them exchanged over 100 surreptitious communications using a music app so nobody would discover it. We went to Ortz's parents' home in Hermitage where she is staying and knocked on the door. Her father greeted us. Um, is she home? She's home. She's no comment. Okay. Would you like to make a comment? Sir? Not at all. Now, Ortz is being charged with intercourse and sexual conduct with a school student, as well as unlawful contact with a minor. Now, she's due in court next week. Hi there, Internet. I'm John Oliver. Uh, we are off. My bad, y'all. I wasn't quick enough with the with the switch over with the with the ending of the old, you know, what I'm content. You got a little bit of John Oliver on the end of that. You know what I mean? My bad, my bad. Um, yeah, that's some white people shit, y'all. Y'all knew that was a white lady, even though I told y'all already that's some white lady shit, boy. First of all, this some white school shit. So you have a school teacher. You got the music teacher from last time. And you like, we have to fire this nigga because he was fucking the kids. And then you get another lady and she about to go to jail because she fucking the kids too? I'm not going to cap at you. If I'm their lawyer, I'm blaming the kids. These are some fast ass kids, your honor. Not fucking not one, but two teachers. I believe that my teachers are to pray. The teachers union has got to fight back against these hoe ass children. These euphoria babies over here fucking the kid, fucking the teachers, these innocent teachers trying to teach music. They being seduced by these children. I'm just playing. Let me chill. Because especially it's only kind of funny because it was a lady and the girl was 17. So it's like it's still fucked up and she shouldn't have done the shit. Absolutely. But it wasn't like I think we could all admit that we have some double standards and biases about things like that. And even though they're wrong, so we know deep down inside, she's a sexual predator just like a man would be, right? That's just the reality of the situation. But we also know that you don't look at her. We're not going to look at her the same. We don't look at any of the women who sleep with any of their teachers to say, or any of the teachers, any of their students, the way we look at a man who sleeps with a, as a student. It's way different. It shouldn't be any different, but it is way different. 
And I'm not even willing to pretend with y'all that that's not the world we live in because it is. If, if the, bruh, the man was probably nigga shamed out of his town. He'll never teach again. This lady could probably teach again somewhere. She gonna get, she gonna figure out a way to get, get past all of this. Y'all was I the only one who was shocked when they said it was a girl. Like you, you knew it was going to be a little boy. Cause that's always what it is. I was like, dang, it was a girl. Was I the only one who was like, that's wild that your husband is the one who told on you. He, he just knew he, he got so many surprises, bro. That poor man. He thought that his wife was cheating with a man. She thought he thought she was cheating with an adult. She cheating on you with a little girl, bro. No exchanging love letters and shit. That'd be the craziest shit to me about this, right? Baby, like, in fake love with these students every time. It's always like we were in love and we were going to run off together and whatever. Like, what? My daughter is 15 years old. She's so dumb, y'all. Like, not in a not smart kind of way, but in, like, of the world kind of way. Like she's 15 and the way that she looks at the world is dumb sometimes. Like sometimes she says things and I'm just like, you're so stupid. But like you and all your little friends are because you're not adults yet. You're just, and a lot of adults are dumb. You get what I mean when I say that now? Like, so to not only, okay. If I see a girl, if I see a, a, a woman, and physically, I think she's attractive. And then you tell me she's not 18. I can't logically tell you that now she is no longer attractive. But what I can tell you is that she is no longer like sexually attractive. Because I'm like, oh, damn, she's a kid. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's a moral implication here where it's like, it's not cool to fuck kids. You feel what I'm saying? So that's not really my bag. I say that to say, if you didn't have that moral hangup about having sex with somebody because they was technically younger than you, it would make more sense to me that a teacher would sleep with a 16, 17 year old student on some basic physical attraction shit. Like on some, like it's still hella wrong, but just, just hear me out where I'm going with this. It makes more sense to me that that would occur, even though it's fucked up, than that these grown ass people would really be like, I'm in love with this child. That to me, it doesn't even make sense in the world of wrong. Does that make sense? There are things that you know that people do that are wrong, but you can intellectualize how they got to that point. I can't even, I don't even know how you got here. I don't even know how you got here. What is your, I just can't. How do you even tell niggas if you the husband? How do you go back and be like, yeah, what happened with you and your wife? She was fucking one of the students. Dang, she was fucking one of the boys in the class. No, nah, it was a girl. What? Yeah, she got fired. We had kids. It was, how do you go out like that? How your mama be the mom? I told y'all, my mom's last husband was not that much older than me. Like, he was... Like, I don't know. I can't remember the age difference now. I never can. Um, 
it's it's like ten years or some shit like that. It's not it's not a ton though. Is the point? My mama never fucked. My mama, my mama was never my teacher and was fucking the class the, the the students. Bro, I just, I you gotta you gotta get a whole new mom. You gotta put me up for adoption. If my mama is a teacher and she start fucking her students, she gotta put me up for adoption. I don't want to be here no more. You ain't my mama no more, bro. I can't go out like this. No, bro. Niggas will never know me for anything else ever in life. And if you a nigga, you know that's true. Because that's how we we not let niggas live on shit like that ever. Yeah, anyway, that's all the commentary I got on that or anything today, man. I'm tired as fuck, y'all. But I'm going on a little mini vacation. Y'all know how hard I've been working. I don't have another. I don't go back to work until Tuesday. I'm about to go out of town for a little bit. So this is the last episode y'all are going to get from me until Tuesday. I hope that you love me enough to not mind. Go catch up on old episodes. Go tell people out old episodes, man. Go check out the YouTube. Make sure you subscribe at FTS Podcast on YouTube. Make sure you fucking leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts if you haven't already. Uh, fucking leave feedback on this episode and other episodes. Go vote in all the polls, man. Go do all of that shit. Go do all the stuff. And this time when we got this hiatus where you can catch up, fully indulge and immerse yourself in the podcast because I, I know you love it. It loves you back. And if you really craving another episode and you like, damn, I don't have no content, blah, 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 blah. You can dig in your little pocket and give me that phone 99. You know what I'm saying? You can become one of the niggas who got the little uh, premium subscriptions on the Spotify or whatever. And then you can hop in that motherfucker. And uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you can get old episodes. Not old episodes. You can get the bonus episodes that you have missed. It's like 45 of them bitches or 40 of them bitches and shit like that. It's a bunch of motherfucking content. You never even heard. Because you sleeping on yourself and you low key sleeping on me. But it's cool. I love y'all. I'm about to take my little vacation, man. I'm about to take my little nap. I'm about to go to sleep. I'm tired. You know what I'm saying? It's 1.30 in the morning or some shit like that right now. The boy putting in work. I love y'all, man. I do. Uh, thanks for tuning in like always. Uh, shit. I don't think I got shit else to say to y'all except for uh, peace. Yeah, double up the respect. Came through the wire, fresh out the fire, my mic check. Leaning and rocking, feel it yourself, it's high tech. Moving pieces all on the board, my nigga trying to sleep. Billion. My gift to gab on us. Escape trials and tribulations, fighting your honor. Shark in the water, grabbing for paper like I'm Nirvana. Code of honor that I follow, my nigga, is worth billions. Huh. Homie, fuck your greasy granny them. He been slapping shit so long, they gotta come and Grammy him. He so fly, he walk on stars, solar systems carry him. Bank account status when they bury him. Billions. Uh, make sure you say it two times. Dre, Dre, nigga. Make sure you say it two times. <laughs> Tryna see the salad with the croutons. Laying the foes down like futons for the billions. Yeah, man, you not tuning in. Fuck this shit podcast. And billions 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 and
billions and billions.